0: Good morning, Northgate, this Sunday, excited to get into God's Word. It never comes back void, there's always something more to learn, and even if we've been through it before, maybe you've heard this passage, that God can remind us something today. So let's pray. Holy Spirit, empower your Word, the words of truth, to direct us, to encourage us, to exhort us, we pray this in your precious name. Amen. So we've been going through the book of 1 Corinthians. We Last week we were in chapter 8. If you didn't hear that, you can go to YouTube and take a look at that. But this week in chapter 9. So in chapter 8, we learned that love edifies or builds. And knowledge, which is good, has a little bit of a challenge. It can puff up. So the Corinthians had a knowledge that they could eat meat sacrificed to idols. But in love, he was telling them if it's bothering someone in the body, don't do it, to stumble them. And then Paul himself uses himself as an example. If my eating of meat, which I'm free to do, would cause you to stumble, this meat sacrificed to idols, I won't do it, especially when you are watching me. So in chapter 9, he's going to get into maybe a little bit more too, of a personal story to prove this point as an apostle what his rights were in Corinth but not taking those rights denying himself out of love that people would grow and become more like Jesus or even come to know Jesus. So before that I wanted maybe to tell a little story which will help prove the little bit of the scripture or show it true to us today so years ago i played soccer and by the way in the scripture paul uses 12 different times of using athletic events uh, or athletic stories to prove a spiritual point but i did play soccer a long time ago i wasn't great but i did enjoy it and i remember my last year of playing i played goalie and i had done that for a couple years and i wasn't great i was Definitely more of the backup, but we were really, really motivated. We had a new coach and he set goals before us. And just this little piece of memorabilia, actually, I pulled out of my uh, uh, memory box, was the 1994 national tournament in Mobile, Alabama. Now, we were part of something called the NAIA. And again, I wasn't some big part of the team, but I certainly experienced the journey with them. And this new coach came in and he really asked us to perform at a high level and to work hard to discipline ourselves for the goal of the national championship. And that's what this is. It's the men's uh, national championship brochure that we went to. It was in Alabama. I can remember that, but we had never been there as a group in the previous three years. We maybe had got close, but this new coach challenged us. And I remember what he tried to convince us of is if you can work hard enough, if you can discipline yourself, if you can sacrifice, that this goal is within reach. And I remember We, at the end, were up early practicing in the morning. I can remember that because I don't like to get up early and we'd have to run and we ran these things diagonals. And it was just to continually be in better shape so we could be sharper mentally to play against the opponent. And I can remember we practiced in the afternoon and all of that time, all of that work, trying to show ourselves we can do this to get to this goal. Now, maybe you have something like that where you were a part of an athletic event or a team and you worked so hard. Maybe personally now that you're a runner or maybe some other pursuit where you're choosing to sacrifice, to achieve a goal that you would like. I know my boys are into working out, so how much can I lift or how quick can I run? Um... And always pursuing more and more how can I eat better how can I discipline myself and poor old dad here he'll eat anything and he doesn't exercise that much anymore but what I'm trying to get across to you today is in this world there are so many things that we are willing to sacrifice for that are perishable do you know what I don't remember probably all that I have left of all of that hard work of all of those hours is one brochure in a memory box that I never look at, but I pulled out for you here in First Corinthians nine, Paul says something really interesting. He says that we are to strive and to work as an athlete, disciplining ourselves, but not for something that's perishable. He says this in verse twenty four do you not know? that those who run a race all run, but one receives the prize. Run in such a way that you may obtain it. And everyone who competes for the prize is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a perishable crown, but we for an imperishable crown. Therefore I run thus, not with uncertainty, thus I fight, not as one who beats the air, but I discipline my body and I bring it into subjection. He is not talking physically of what Paul is doing. I don't think Paul was a runner. He's talking spiritually. And here's the point for today's teaching in 1 Corinthians 9. We want to sacrifice to work hard like an athlete, spiritually, that many people will come to know Jesus as we sacrificed at other points in our life, or even now in our pursuits for physical things, Paul is saying, I do that for spiritual things. I do that for eternity. I discipline myself. And the specific example he uses in 1 Corinthians chapter 9 is, listen, I deserve to be paid by you guys But it's a stumbling block. Therefore, I do not take it that the gospel can go forward. Paul took money in other places, but he's not going to take it here. He's going to sacrifice something in that city that they would not be stumbled, that they could grow with Christ, and that many would come to know him. Paul gives this great example he says it is my right he looks back to the old testament he talks about the ox treading on the corn the ox works but the ox is fed he talks about a farmer who works hard in the field and partakes of the fruit that comes forth he doesn't just all give it or away but he's able to take some of that he's showing them he has all right to take that, but he's going to give that up. He's going to sacrifice for the better good of them, for eternity. And that's why we are called to sacrifice, to run our race for the crowns that will be given in eternity and not for this world. So often we do things for us. And even in in regards to sacrifice in this world, we sacrifice now for a few years later. I sacrifice for my family that they will receive more. But Paul says, no, I sacrifice for those who I don't even know. I sacrifice for those who don't know the Lord that they might come to know Jesus. It's in this section of scripture as well in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, where he says, I am free from all men, but I have made myself a servant to all. To the Jew, I was like a Jew. To the Gentile, I was like a Gentile. To the weak, I was weak. Whatever it is, I came to you to become like you, letting go of my rights, what I deserve, my freedoms, that you could come to know Jesus. What a great example Paul has, but what even a greater example Jesus has. You see, Jesus gave it all for you and for I. In Philippians chapter two, he humbled himself and became a man. He emptied himself of that ability in the spiritual of the Godhead to become a man, to obey, to die on the cross, 2 Corinthians 8 and 9, he became poor, he gave all up that we may become rich. He gave something up, Jesus. And Paul says, imitate me as I imitate Christ. Be like me, give up what you deserve, give up what your right is for the sake of others. And I'm not here to condemn you or myself. You know what? I've lived through many sermons which give more, give more, do more, do more. You're not doing enough. You're half a Christian. That's not what I'm calling today uh, you to do. But I am maybe encouraging myself and exhorting you and encouraging you that as the Spirit leads, there are times in our life where we can sacrifice for the thought we are running. We are disciplining ourselves, not for something Earthly, but something eternal. And maybe the Holy Spirit, even today, as I'm teaching this message, maybe you can think, God, is there something in my life? It's so often in my life I can say, Well, I don't want to do that. I'm not comfortable. That is hard. That is difficult. And I'm not talking about sin. Never are we called to sin to reach the sinner. But I am called at times. Sometimes we're called to sacrifice things that are difficult to be a part of a culture, to see them come to know Christ. What a beautiful picture Paul gives us. And today, what is it in our lives maybe that God would have us lay aside? I remember back to my story originally that we gave up so much with that goal in mind That we beat our bodies. I can remember being exhausted day after day. But for that goal of getting to that tournament. But for that goal of winning the game. That we would be up early. That we would practice late. That we gave our time. That we ate properly. Whatever it is for the sake of that perishable prize. How much more eternally. Yes, we have a right to so many things, but as Paul, maybe we give that right up in certain circumstances led by the Holy Spirit to see people come to know Jesus. Truly, all things maybe are acceptable or okay, but they're not beneficial. And I always thought that in regards to myself, right? Like, I'm okay to do this, but it's not beneficial for me. But let's take it a, a a deeper way yeah i'm okay maybe to do something but is it beneficial for someone else does love compel me to run my race to see others come to know jesus i want to be compelled by the love of christ i want to do what the spirit says i don't want to live in condemnation i don't want to live in my relationship with christ that's all about grace of earning my value in what I do. But as I know him, I want to respond to be able to give to those who don't know the Lord for the sake of eternity, for the sake that, wow, that is forever and ever. And I would not want anyone not to be in heaven. So Lord, help me in the things that you're calling me to, and specifically what he's calling you to, to sacrifice, to discipline yourself, to compete for the crown of eternity. Lord, would you help us today? So Lord Jesus, thank you for this chapter, Paul's words, defending himself in some ways, but showing them how he gave up his right to have a living made by preaching the gospel in Corinth. Because it would stumble them, he gave it up, that he would see them come to know Jesus, not to be stumbled. Lord, we're all in a race. May we truly discipline ourselves, this race of eternity. We're not racing against each other. We're racing against our flesh. We're racing against ourselves. But may we discipline ourselves spiritually to get the prize. The prize, as Paul said, that the Lord would say to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. To desire those crowns, that praise of Jesus, those rewards of eternity by giving things up in this world, as the Holy Spirit would ask us. Lord, I pray today no one would be condemned, but people would be encouraged and exhorted that our county, our province, our country needs Jesus. The world needs Jesus. And may we be willing to do our part for God's glory. We pray this In the name of Jesus, Holy Spirit, help us. Amen. Well, have a great week and be encouraged. And we'll see you next time as we look at 1 Corinthians chapter 10. See you later.